Welcome to Bossy, Brilliant, and Badass, a weekly conversation about business, careers, and personal development designed to inspire, educate, and motivate you, and sometimes ourselves, to show up powerfully, live fearlessly, and to find and unleash your inner badass. I'm Lisa Lindsay. I'm Liz Green. Welcome to the show. Hey, how are you? I'm great, Lisa. How are you? I'm fantastic. So welcome back this week, everybody. Welcome, people. This week, um, Liz and I chatted a little bit about why we chose the name Bossy, Brilliant, and Badass for the name of our show. Yeah, and as we chatted, we realized that, you know, sometimes being a badass is simply saying yes. Yes to things. A hundred percent. So why don't you guys go ahead, take a listen, tell us what you think, and enjoy. How would you even define those three words anyway, right? Bossy, brilliant, and badass. How do you define them? Well, bossy has different connotations, right? right? Like my husband will call me bossy and that's not a good thing. (laughs) When he says it? (laughs) When he says it to me. (laughs) Right. Um, But I feel like in life in general, I feel like the word bossy, at least for me, means that I am taking control. I'm taking control of my life and I'm taking control of my reality. Right. And um, brilliant is such a wonderful word, but I also feel like brilliant can be, it doesn't necessarily mean that I have to have a PhD to be brilliant. Brilliant might mean, at least for me, that I have in my life really um, learned from every single situation I've been in. Nice. And badass. I just love that word. <laughs> Who I wouldn't? love that word. Who wouldn't? Badass to me, when I feel like a badass, that's usually when I have really tapped into my courage mm-hmm. and that brave part of me. Yeah. And I step into things that I'm afraid of doing. Mm -hmm. And if I'm able to do that, then I say, okay, I deserve to say that I'm badass in that situation. So your badass is a risk taker from your perspective. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yes. Yes. All right. And what about you, Lisa? What do those three words mean for you? So friends, family tend to use that word bossy with me a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Simply because I like to kind of tell you what to do because for some reason I know what you should be doing. (laughs) Um, But, you know, for me, for putting it as part of the name of our podcast, it's, it's a way of taking it and turning it on its head and removing the negativity from it. Yes. And really sort of pushing it out. Because why do I have to be bossy? <laughs> right? Why do I have to think about it as a negative word? Mm-hmm. Right? So that's bossy for me is just fun and cheeky. Brilliant. Um, well, 
you know, there's going to be no humility here, but <laughs> I have been described as really smart. And I love to tell people in, uh, that my personality type, my Myers-Briggs personality type is INTP, which is the same as Albert Einstein. So wow. take that. Wow, that take, doesn't surprise me, actually. Take that as you will. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, and I don't have a PhD, Um but I study a lot. My, mm-hmm. you know, one of my greatest strengths is really a love of learning. Yes. So I'm almost always reading something, inhaling information. I'm mm-hmm. always thinking about it. So brilliant really just kind of works for me. Yes. Um, yes. And even, I agree. I agree that you are brilliant. Thank you, darling. I'll give you your hundred dollars later. <laughs> But so, so brilliant, I really like it and I own it. And again, similarly to bossy, I want to get rid of any sort of negative connotation that might be associated with that. And then badass. Somebody once used the word badass for me. I would never, it was not a word that I would ever use for myself. Mm -hmm. But I remember I was in conversation with somebody and she said, you know, Lisa, the thing that you don't realize about yourself is that you're a badass. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Tell me more. (laughs) But I love that word. I love what it brings about. Just like you said, it's about bravery. It's Mm -hmm. your risk taker. Mm -hmm. It's about having courage. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we don't have the courage to do things. And I find myself just stepping out. And saying, I'm going to do this. And other people view it as bravery, whereas I'm just doing that thing today. Yeah. 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 And there's a brilliant quote (laughs) by Shonda Rhimes. Yes. That um, I think really uh, encompasses what that word is. Yeah, sure. Let me read it for you. Yes. All right. So I am not lucky. I am smart. I am talented. I take advantage of the opportunities that come my way, and I work really, really hard. Don't call me lucky. Call me a badass. <laughs> oh, I love that. And that Tell just them. gave me chills. Yeah, it's and, awesome. Yeah, I like when she is saying that it's not about um, just things coming easy to you, because that's not where you're going to be a badass, or that doesn't take you know really any bravery or courage, obviously. But I just really like how she is able to say to people, you know, I step out and I do things for myself Mm -hmm. and for my life. And I embrace that. Mm -hmm. Well, it's also thinking about the opportunities that come your way and taking advantage of them. Right. Right. Versus shying away, which some of us will do. Right. So for me, that's the epitome of a badass, right? Yes. Yes. And taking, when you say taking opportunities that come your way. Can you speak a little bit more about that? Um, sure. You know, the the thing that pops into mind, and I don't know if this is an, a badass example or not, but I remember um, when I was moving from being a legal secretary into the office manager, when my boss and I moved to open that office um, in New York, you know, it was interesting. He randomly. Now, I had always known that this was happening, but in the legal world, you kind of keep things like that quiet when you're going to move, especially if you're a partner. You don't want that information shared or you don't want it out there. However, I was his assistant, so I always was just generally aware. I mean, I saw the emails that he was making a move. 
And he randomly said to me one day, hey, you think you can manage an office? And I'm thinking to myself, well, who's going to say no to that, right? Right. Now, granted, at that point in my career, I had only been an assistant, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. I'd never managed an office. From my perspective, it was going to be huge. But there was no way in hell I was going to say no. I was not going to answer his question and say no. So I said, absolutely, I'll need help, but absolutely, right? And to me, sometimes as women especially, confronted with that, somebody would have probably said something different. I can imagine people who would have been like, oh, no, I'm just a secretary. I don't know, you know, versus just straight out saying yes. Because from my perspective, it was yes, and I'll figure it the hell out. (laughs) Yes. And I like that because it's when we say yes to something, we're just opening ourselves up to, we're not signing a contract and usually and saying, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. But you're just taking that opportunity to explore it. Mm -hmm. So to say yes to most opportunities, if it feels like that's right for you, mm-hmm. and taking a look at that and saying, well, is this something that I am going to like or not? Why not just give it a shot? Yeah, you don't even know. You don't even know. So it's about taking the chance. Right. That opportunity is staring you in the face. I think taking that job changed the entire trajectory of my life, I think, right? Right. And if I had just said no or I don't know to that, it would have changed his perspective. Because also think, listen to this. He is not asking me that question in that moment because he hadn't already thought about it or he hadn't already thought that I would be good at it. Mm -hmm. He's just checking to see whether I wanted it or not. Exactly. You know, so it wasn't that w- that question was a test from the very beginning from the framing. So the way I answered it determined whether I actually was going to end up with that job or not. It determined whether he was going to push to make sure mm-hmm. that I got that position mm-hmm. while he was negotiating. Mm-hmm. Right. That's all it meant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So and for uh, you to say yes, that changed everything for you. It changed everything for me personally, I believe. Um, it changed the way. The rest of my career went for sure. And that experience just in general, it was so formative Mm -hmm. in so many ways. I just um, absolutely enjoyed that experience. You know, so badass for me is really simply about taking your shot. Yeah. Stepping out, taking your shot, grabbing the bull by the horns. Mm -hmm. And just going. And that is not always easy. Well, it's not. And there is that flip side of it, which is, I think a lot of us are, we get nervous and fear steps in and we say, oh, here's an opportunity. Oh my gosh, can I really do it? I don't know. Well, that opportunity is going to come along again. Well, guess what? No, it's not. Usually it does not. No, it's not. And you'll hear people, older people often say, oh, I wish I would have taken this opportunity and opportunities don't come across your path every day. So take that, take that shot. And I've tried to live my life in that way because Mm -hmm. I don't want to ever turn around and say, what would have happened if I took that opportunity? Mm -hmm. Or what what would have happened if I didn't um, listen to that fearful part of myself? So I agree. Taking that shot, that opportunity is um, really 
putting your fear aside mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And that takes courage. Yes. Yeah. I know for myself, there's been a couple of opportunities where I didn't take advantage of them. And I look back and I think, what what could have happened, right? right? And then there's also times when I've taken advantage of opportunities and it's always worked out. Mm-hmm. Usually not even in the way that I had thought it would work out. Right. And so that's what's really interesting about that as well. And that's why I love her quote so much, Shonda Rhimes' quote, because yeah. it really, really resonates. What I love about it is going back to this idea where she says, don't call me lucky. Yes. Because lucky sort of indicates that things just happen for you mm-hmm. and you've got fairy dust sprinkled on you and you never have to do anything in yeah. order to get to where you are. Mm-hmm. Well, no, you have to work hard. She says, I'm smart and I'm talented and I work really, really hard. And I think yeah. that that for me is the big thing because given an opportunity, right? If you don't work hard, that opportunity doesn't stay yours for very long. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Right? You have to work hard. Yes. Yes. So someone can believe in you and believe that you'll do the right thing. So going back to my story about my boss, that partner, he believed in me and that's Mm -hmm. why he asked. But Mm -hmm. I had to turn around and prove him right. Exactly. I had to prove him right. Yeah, so it doesn't just stop there. No. It just starts there. It starts there, getting the opportunity in your hand, but then taking full advantage of it and proving him right. And I hope I made him proud. I certainly made myself proud. Bossy, Brilliant, and Badass is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free, and we all know free is great. There's also a bunch of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from the podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And, you know, I would like, if it's okay with you, Lisa, to invite our guests and our listeners to think about a time when they felt that they really said yes to an opportunity Mm -hmm. and took a risk and told that fearful side of themselves to just take a break for a moment and I'm going to take a risk and just step into my courage, my bravery, and my badass self. Yes. I 100% agree with you. I think that that would be awesome for our listeners or guests to share that information with us because I think it comes up in so many different ways and it looks different for everybody. It's not just always work-related. A lot of times our bravery has to come up. And most of the times when we're challenged to be brave is in our personal lives, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when we're dealing with family or friends or our personal relationships, But especially at work, we're always challenged to be brave. And that's not an easy thing to do or connect with. Well, it's not. It's not easy to connect with that sometimes. Because let's face it, most of the time, um, we're, you know, we're all just trying to live our lives and do the best that we can do. Mm -hmm. And all of us have that little part, that fearful part inside that says, you know, wait, 
do you really think you can do that? Or is that really something that um, you think you're going to be good at? Mm -hmm. So I do really think that courage and bravery does come from just stepping in, saying, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going to, I'm going to really step into my power here. Yeah. And I like what you said about family and friends, because um, I know for myself, sometimes when it comes to family and friends and, and really stepping out of my comfort zone and saying what I really want and need out of the relationship, what I can do and what I can't do, that takes courage and bravery too. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, it's probably a little larger than that. It's wherever there is a power imbalance, that's where it takes a lot of courage, mm-hmm. right? Wherever there is a power imbalance, whatever the relationship may look like, where whatever the relationship might be, if someone has power over us in some way, shape, or form, mm-hmm. then we are challenged to step out and be brave. And sometimes we just don't even like to speak up, right? Well, We're in a public setting. Right, right. And you're like, mm-hmm. do I want to let this out there? Do I want to be vulnerable? Do I want to mm-hmm. tell people this? Yeah. And that's tough too. Yeah. And I find that in the workplace, it's very much like our second family oftentimes, right? I feel like how we are in our family of origin is usually how we're going to show up in our in our second family at work. Oh my God, you should see my face right now. <laughs> I cannot tell you. And for the roles that I've held, which are office manager, HR person, those kind of roles, they are definitely very um, sort of stereotypically nurturing type roles mm-hmm. where whether I like it or not, people view me as some sort of mother, big sister, caretaker of some type, mm-hmm. which is not who I am, really, on a show. <laughs> at least not the way I see myself, or especially not at work. I'm like, it's work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, let, let's get some stuff done. Let's get some shit done right now, right? right. But people are coming to me to solve problems, to take care of them, to soothe their wounds, to make them feel better. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, uh, can you get that report done? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right? Um, And I've seen it play out so many times. So 100%, uh, we, we play out our family stuff at work and... It's madness. <laughs> it really is, you know, and it's it's so funny because I've heard time and time again what happens is is we will recreate our our family of origin at work. So somebody's the dad, somebody's the mom, somebody's, you know, the brother, the sister, what, you know, your child even. So it's really I think really fascinating when you think about that how that plays out. And I know, you know, oftentimes when I've been at work and I've had, um, you know, a boss where I feel a little intimidated by, mm-hmm. and I and I always like to kind of go inside and, and find out why that is. And usually it's it's a trigger point. It's a it's a transference of some sort, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But what's interesting is when I became a boss. I noticed how different that was. I felt so much transference from all the employees. Okay, tell me a little bit more. 
very differently. Tell me a little bit more about that. Like, what do you mean you were treated differently? Like how? How people perceived me. I got a lot of mother transference stuff, meaning people, you know, either really warmed up to me or, or, or oftentimes were afraid of me yes. and intimidated by yes. me. And in turn, I felt uncomfortable with that person mm-hmm. because they were intimidated by me. And, um, but at the same time I could really identify cause I remember being an employee and being intimidated by bosses myself. So I think that that goes back to a little bit where we were talking about with power a little bit, right? Just a little sort of quick lesson on power, right? In one of the elements of power, cause there's so many of them, but one of them is called, I believe referential power. And that is the person who has the power to reward you or okay. punish you. Mm-hmm. Right. And if we think about that in families, that's usually your parent. Right. And if we think about that, that at work, it's usually your boss. Your boss yes. has the power to reward or punish. Right. <laughs> right? So, yeah. so when I think about that, the connection is very easy to draw. Absolutely. Where whoever has the power to reward you or punish you, and even though you're you don't really know that that's what's happening, that's what you're playing out. Mm-hmm. So your behaviors start to play out in um, an adult child way with your boss. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Which is crazy to me. I mean, the 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 wonder and power of our brains is absolutely just yeah. My you know, it's the most common thing in the world, and I'm sure that most people can really identify with this because it absolutely is 100 percent true is that we just carry that stuff. And I think when we realize that, oh my gosh, I'm treating this person, or I'm feeling inside like. They're triggering me into something, but all I know is I'm feeling this way. You know, just to, you know, invite yourself to know where that's coming from. And that usually will squash that. Mm -hmm. The power will be definitely lessened in that situation once that's more recognized. Um, How easy is that, though? How easy is it for... For us to recognize that that's what's happening. Because part of the reason why you and I know this is because we're involved in it, right? right. We, we've learned about coaching. We've got to- coaching techniques. My personal experience has always been that I don't know that people are as self-aware or want to be that aware. Want to be aware. Well, that's true. And I think that when we start noticing that we're not feeling really good about ourselves when we're around certain types of people, that that might um, propel us into maybe examining, well, why don't I feel as powerful as I could feel around these people? So your perspective is to just stop yourself, go inward, and really think about why you're reacting in the way that you are. Yes. And examining it to help you to understand it. Right. And Mm -hmm. examining takes all different types of forms. You can write it down. You can speak to a coach. Mm -hmm. Um, You can... Go to therapy. Go to therapy, which is my number one thing Mm -hmm. I love. You know, and there's all different types of therapy, of course. So um, I think that a lot of people who say... Uh, you know, I want to shy away from becoming more and more aware of who I am and what triggers me. Um, I think, again, that's just the fear thing that comes in. Mm-hmm. But I also think that when we um, start feeling like 
this isn't working for me anymore. I don't want to feel this way. I want to tap into my power place, my my inner badass. When we really strive for that, that's, I think, when we say, uh-uh, I no longer want this part of myself or this transference piece to have any power over me and my relationships anymore. Right. And I think that, um, at least for me, this self-examination piece has really helped me really connect to my inner badass, really connect to that courage inside of me, which Mm -hmm. we all have. Mm -hmm. Yes, I totally agree that we all have it. I don't think that that some people have it and some people don't. It's a question of really pushing past Mm -hmm. um, and silencing those crazy voices that come in your head and say, you can't do this and just push past it and just take the chance. Yeah, take the chance and embrace the opportunity. Start small. (laughs) (laughs) Start small. Do, I? you know, I, I read a quote or somebody, I heard somebody say this, and I thought it was so interesting, which is do one thing that scares you every day. Oh, I love that. But that also brings me back to something that I, I don't necessarily make New Year's resolutions, but over the past few years, I've always challenged myself to say yes to everything, right? Oh. Actually, Shonda Rhimes wrote a book. I can't remember the exact name of it, and I'll put it in the show notes, but um, she wrote a book that was pretty much how you say yes to everything, and she did a year of yes, where she said yes to everything. Um, I love that. And I think that that's part of how you tap into your bravery, right? I agree. So um, Repetition. Yeah. And you just kind of keep doing it. And the more you do something. So, you know, if someone asked me, there were certain areas where I just wouldn't do it. Because if somebody asked me to go on a date and I was not feeling them, the answer was definitely well, going to be no. <laughs> <laughs> of course. But in other instances, and for me, it was always something work-related, like going to networking events. So if somebody uh-huh. said to me, hey, come to this event with me, I would try to say yes to that uh-huh. and do it. And, and unless I had something else on my calendar or I wasn't able to move it, that would be the only reason why I wouldn't do it. Right. Um, and I, I've never done it consistently, unfortunately. So I kind of want to challenge myself to do it more consistently. Uh-huh. But... I found that really just doing the small things of really just saying yes to it, as long as it wasn't illegal, immoral, right. unethical, or just plain batch it, <laughs> then, um, then just kind of saying yes to something made your life a lot easier, made it easier to do. And all yes. of a sudden you're just, you're practiced well, at doing it, it something. It then becomes the practice then just becomes what you do. Yes. And no longer does it have that same fearful quality to it, you know? And, but I like that challenge. And I'm wondering how we can invite our listeners to challenge themselves in that way. I I think we just do it. Mm -hmm. Say yes to one thing every day that scares you. Let's say a week. Yeah. Yes. And then let's hear some feedback around that. Like, what did you get from that? Yeah. And I think that when we do practice these things, it really does change uh, a certain um, chemistry in our brain. Mm -hmm. And um, we're able to strengthen that part of our brain. I'm not exactly sure of the science behind that, but I love what you said about 
Um, just really saying yes, whether we're afraid or not, to every single thing. And then guess what? It just becomes easy. Well, I think about it like easier. working out, right? Like I it think about like it like, out, like yeah. working out. It's it's developing a different muscle. So right. you know, instead of lifting weights or stretching or whatever people do when they work out, because I don't. <laughs> Um, it's, it's, it's really, it's really like working out and just kind of building up that part of yourself. And after a while, that muscle just becomes really, really strong right. and it becomes much easier. And then you've got to challenge yourself to something harder. So yeah. instead of a five pound weight, you're now trying to lift a 10 pound weight. Right. I, I love that. And I think too, it's say, say, you know, whatever it is in your life, say it's even dating. Let's mm-hmm. take that uh, as an example. Let's say, you know, I'm afraid to go on dates because I just I'm shy and I don't know what's going to happen maybe I've had some bad experiences in the past but you just little by little start doing it Mm -hmm. I'm going to go on a one date a month Mm -hmm. or something Mm -hmm. and I'm just going to really push myself maybe I'm going to get coaching around it whatever it is but make a commitment and then that becomes easier maybe I'm going to go on one date you know every week and so whatever that is for you for me I'm married, so I'm not dating. But <laughs> I would hope not, Liz, because then we would have to talk <laughs> about some things. But for me, it's a lot about, um, you know, getting out there and really pushing myself with my businesses. Right. And, and really meeting a lot of the people that I feel I can really that would be great to work with. Right. And so that's where I need pushing. So we all have different areas that we right. need our pushing. But, right. But you're right. To do it more and more and practice, 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 it's just going to be that much easier. Yeah. So as I'm, I'm thinking about our conversation, right, and we started off talking about what um, bossy, brilliant, and badass mean to yeah. us, and mm-hmm. we spend a lot of time talking about badass, I'm thinking overall, what's the big takeaway for you? Hmm, That's a great question. I think that being a badass is a result of, um, is a result of being brilliant in your own way, Mm -hmm. whatever that is for you. Mm -hmm. And bossy, I really love that word because what, what that is, is really for me, just, you know, stepping into your power, being a leader, being your own leader, Mm -hmm. leading your life, leading your life. Yeah. On your terms. By the way, I just love that. (laughs) I just love that. I feel like my heart just sang when you said bossy is like leading your life because that turns those other voices, your husband (laughs) who calls you bossy, (laughs) my family and friends who say that I'm bossy. It's really about making sure that I'm leading my life and the people around me are taking charge and leading their lives as well. Yeah. 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 I love that. I I love what you just said there. And they are leading their own lives. Yes. I'm not leading their life. I'm not telling them what to do. I mean, even though I am. This is sometimes easy to do, especially, yeah, with family. Um, but, yeah, just knowing that other people have the right to live their own lives yeah. on their terms. Yeah. Um, and so do we. Yeah. And that's where that power comes from. Yeah. As I think about our conversation, I think the big takeaway for me is about sort of seizing opportunity and taking action. 
right? And working really hard. Mm-hmm. So it's sort sort of like three elements to it. Mm-hmm. Being prepared for opportunity. There's an Oprah okay. quote about that somewhere, right? It's it's being prepared for the opportunities as they come. Yeah. Stepping out and grabbing that opportunity in your hand yeah. and then for sure working hard. Right? Working hard mm-hmm. to to succeed mm-hmm. at, at that opportunity. Right. Yeah. Right. I love that. Great, Lisa. Oh my God. Thank you so much. It was so much yeah, fun talking to you, you again that today. Was so fun. All right. That's it for us this week. Remember, you can find anything we referenced in the episode in our show notes on our website, bossybrilliantbadass.com. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. It helps us get found. And thank you for listening. There'll be more Bossy, Brilliant, and Badass next week. So until then, be a badass. badass.